Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Flowing with Fina. I have a guest with me today. It's my teammate. She's from West Torrance. She's a sophomore and she's our point guard. Let me introduce Haley Tanabi. Wow, thank you, Fina. It's an honor to be on Flowing with Fina. I actually listen in every week, so uh, thank you for having me. No, yes, of course. Um, <laughs> so within our team, your your journey was different getting here, and I want you to talk about your journey and how you got to CSUN. Yeah, well, first of all, um, let me start off by saying I started as a walk-on, um, so my recruitment process wasn't really the same as everybody else's. It involved a lot of waiting. Uh, waiting for things that would never come, whether it was letters or emails. Um, you know, starting off, I did get interest from smaller schools. Um, I would get these general emails from smaller D3 schools back east or, you know, large D1 schools that were just general, uh, very non-specific. But nothing really, really came out of those. And for me, I worked very hard in school to one day go to a college that I could see myself being both not only a student but also an athlete and so I wanted to choose a place where even if I didn't have basketball um, I still wanted to go somewhere where I would see myself as a student so playing my last game in high school as a senior uh, I had no offers and so it was a little discouraging because I I really didn't know where I was going to end up um, you know, I didn't know whether I had played my last game of basketball or not. So it was really scary to think about if that was really the last time that I stepped on the floor. Um, I had interest from one specific coach named Jason Flowers. Um, I've kind of known uh, him since I was a freshman. My high school coach at the time had brought our team to a team camp that CSUN Women's Basketball hosted. And at this team camp, we would play other high schools. And every single year I went freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year, uh, Jason Flowers would see me and you know, he really liked, he really liked my game, uh, but it was kind of my height that was a problem. Um, for the record, I am 5'2", 5'2". <laughs> uh, the roster says I'm 5'4", but you know, we all know rosters lie a little bit. Um, yeah, but it's a life for me too, so. Yeah, I know, definitely, definitely lasts for forever. It's five eight. But, you know, I was a smaller girl trying to play what is a big girl sport. And so a lot of times I got overlooked, whether, you know, it was my speed, athleticism, size, etc. So once, you know, the deal went on, Coach Flowers got in contact with my high school coach. And, you know, he wanted to know if I was, I was going anywhere or just if I had any offers or if there was any way he could maybe help me through the process. Um, eventually my high school coach responded like I didn't have any offers and Coach Flowers responded to him with the idea of would she be interested in being a walk-on somewhere? And my coach responded with, yeah, she would be interested, uh, but it, you know, it depended on the school. And, he, and Coach Flowers answered, well, how about being a walk-on with us? And that's when Coach Flowers then got in contact with me. And I talked to him for a few weeks when I later came on a visit. Um, and it was just a general visit. They took me around campus, uh, met with academic 
advisors and just other athletic staff. And I felt like the school was a great fit for me. Uh, not only was it close to home, but my parents actually both went to Seaside. So it just kind of seemed fitting. So after, after the visit went down, I went back home, I thought about it, talked to my parents for a little bit. And a few weeks later, I realized that this was in fact what I wanted to do. I wanted to play basketball. I wanted to come to CSUN. I wanted to play basketball at the highest level I could. And so I called Coach Flowers up. I said, hey, I said, is the opportunity to become a walk-on still available? And he told me yes. And that is when I made probably the best decision of my life. Awesome. Well, now going into earning your scholarship, you eventually earned your scholarship. Uh, can you go into depth about your your process and what you did to earn your scholarship and what it took in your, your mindset? Yeah, so coming into it, I knew the process was gonna be tough, um, but actually going through it was a whole different story. Uh, coming into it, I really didn't know what to expect um, you know, I, I've, I've seen, I've seen the outcome. I've seen all those girls throughout the NCAA tournament holding up the trophy, but I didn't know the work that actually went into, um, getting to that point. Uh, when I first stepped foot on campus, I, I was a little worried, um, a little worried that maybe I didn't belong there, um, that maybe, um, the girls would see me a little differently when you're a walk-on, you know, a lot of people ask you why you're a walk-on or they say things like, oh, you're a walk-on and it makes you feel a little self-conscious about it, but there's really nothing wrong with the term when a walk-on puts in just, uh, just the same amount of work in as the rest of the team. And so coming into it, I really didn't accept that, that term associated with me, but I later uh, learned to embrace it. So coming into the summer, we had we had these workouts, and these workouts probably kicked my butt. Uh, they were one of the toughest things I've ever gone through. Um, the first couple weeks, I would call my parents, you know, almost every day, saying that I wanted to quit, that I didn't belong. You know, I had I had a girl named Serafina Malupe <laughs> who was kicking my butt every single day, one on one taking me i remember one time she actually knocked me down oh, I um that. a lot of times, <laughs> a lot of times yeah it's, it's hard to remember yeah. um so it was a little it was a little discouraging because i thought well i have to get to that point in a short time and i didn't know if i was gonna be able to do that um but nonetheless i kept working at it and i was fortunate to have a lot of people help me along the way like the one interviewing me right now, Serafina. Um, I had a, a lot of teammates like her just talk to me throughout, just encouraging me, telling me how great I was doing. And that really motiv motivated me to keep going. You know, a lot of times waking up at 5 a.m., I just wanted to quit. I, I didn't know why I was there sometimes because, you know, all these other girls were getting paid to do the same exact thing I was doing. And, you know, a sense of jealousy did kick in. Um, you know, some girls were even hurt, but and they weren't even doing anything, but yet they were still getting more than I was getting. So it was a little, it was a little just discouraging for me. Um, so then I kept working at it. I kept going, I kept pushing. 
And, you know, Coach Flowers would text me every now and then saying what a great job I was doing. And it just made me want to work even harder to prove not only to the people who believed in me, but I wanted to prove it to myself because I knew I belonged there. And once season started, um, I actually started playing, which was hard for me to believe because uh, coming into it, I totally accepted the fact that I was probably going to be on the bench, you know, obviously being a walk-on and not having a scholarship, I thought that it was probably for a reason and that these other girls who did have scholarships were going to be a lot better than I was, but that ended up not being the case. I started playing, I started playing a lot, um, and I actually started to start in a few games, which definitely boosted my confidence a lot. And once we got to the end of the first semester, you know, it was always talked about that walk-ons could earn a scholarship, but, you know, I never really thought it would come. Um, Once the season started, I really didn't even think about my status as being a walk-on. I really just thought of what can I do to help the team? What can I do to help win? I didn't think about anything individually at all. I just thought about the team. And Coach Flowers, after one semester, called me into his office and he had a computer up with um, a letter that said um, I was receiving an 100% full athletic scholarship. And it was probably one of one of the best days of my life, I would say. So, yeah. Wow. Wow, what a, what a process. <laughs> but... Oh. Thanks. So, like, now now that you have received your scholarship, would you say anything has changed? Has your mindset changed? Or, you know, did, like, a set of complacency kick in? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I I would say there is no complacency whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Um, The day that he told me I had my scholarship, you know, it was a very sentimental day because just that was what I worked for since I was a little kid. And so I cried a lot. Um, called my parents, they cried, called my brother, he cried, because nobody really knows how much went into the whole process, not even during the time I was at CSUN, but before that, I would train hours on hours with my brother in the driveway, Um, a lot of one-on-one battles, a lot of working on my shot until 10 o'clock, I couldn't even eat dinner probably until I made X amount of shots every day. Um, going to national tournaments since the fourth grade. A lot of work went into it. Um, And I knew that just getting the scholarship was, yes, something that I thought would eventually come. But when it came, I, you know, I celebrated for that one day. But the next day, I I treated it as any other day like I had done in the past. Um, I didn't actually tell any of my teammates, nor did I tell a really any of the coaching staff just because I'm, a, I'm kind of a private person mm-hmm. so I didn't really want to you know boast the fact that I had a scholarship now or anything because to me nothing nothing really changed the the goal for the team was still the same and me getting a scholarship really didn't affect the team so when teammates would run up to me congratulating me like oh wow you got your scholarship that's awesome uh, why didn't you tell us you know I I really didn't see the I saw the point in it, yes, but at the same time, you know, it's not all about me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was about the team, and I wanted to keep working not only to prove 
to the coaches that hey you're you're not making a mistake here uh I promise that I'm going to keep working hard and I just wanted to keep working not only for them but I wanted to keep working for myself because I knew I deserved that opportunity and I didn't want it to end. Okay. Um so you know just being where you are now like you you've made it so far and like throughout your your journey. Um what is there a message you would want to tell younger athletes who aspire to play in college or who do end up in your position? Mm-hmm. Is there a, like a just like an inspiring message you want to give them? Mm-hmm. So everyone's recruitment process is different. You have some people that are going to get all these looks and they're going to get all these letters and offers, but you really can't look at everybody else's process but your uh but your own. Um, a lot of times being overlooked is a big deal in the recruitment process just because you have some that are more gifted than others, whether it's size, speed, athleticism, the list goes on, but you can't look at what everybody else is doing. Um, and that's something that I struggled with, um, seeing all my friends that had, I had played with throughout elementary school, middle school, high school, getting all these big D1 offers, you know, I kind of got a little jealous because I thought, well, I was just as good as them. And so I didn't really understand why I wasn't getting the same looks that they were getting. But I realized that, you know, your time will come. Everything happens for a reason. And if, you know, you're not getting the opportunities or the chances that you want, then you need to be proactive and you need to go create it yourself. A lot of times you you can't wait for everything to come to you because that's just not how it's going to work. You have to, you know, reach out to coaches, just show your interest because if you believe in yourself, then you're able to do anything that you want to in life, whether it's in sports or once you get into the work field. Um, but as long, as long as you believe in yourself, then, then things will happen for you. So just keep, keep grinding, keep putting in that work because eventually it will, it will pay off in the long run. Well, there you have it, folks. Um, yes, you know, you know, from my standpoint, Haley has grown a lot as a young woman and just seeing her grow, um, you know, it's just inspires me as well so I really wanted her to be on my podcast because of the journey she's been through and I wanted her to share her story with people that are listening in and you know want to become young athletes in college or you know just you know just want to hear this story but um but Haley thank you so much for being a part of my podcast oh thank you I love I love flowing with Fida listening every Tuesday every Tuesday you gotta listen. She's always got some great, great guests. Yes. Um, so keep listening. She has a lot in store for you all. <laughs> yes, I do. Well, well, thank you guys for tuning in. Again, if you have any questions or you know you have any requests, email me m a u l u p e twenty three at gmail dot com. All right. Make sure you tune in next week. Have a good week.